Welcome to the panel. RNZ National, Wallace Chapman here. And on the programme, the country's largest insurer says building in flood-prone areas has to stop that on today. The Human Rights Commission establishes a new civil redress process to support survivors of conversion practices. And Costco is coming to New Zealand, the third largest retailer in the world. A strange members-only model, but will it be cheaper? And a group is proposing the establishment of a national fasting day on September the 5th. Fasting, never done it. Can't go one hour without a snack. What about you? Have you fasted? Tell me about it. Professor Doug Salmon is one of those arguing for it. And an item in The Guardian. What have young people got against fish and chips? Why aren't young people buying fish and chips? You know what they're buying? Pizzas. So a shout out to your local chippy across the country, a good old school fish and chippery. They're quite rare these days. Um, let me know about them. Text me, 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me this afternoon, Marketing and Communications Director Cass Carter. Cass, kia ora, welcome to the programme. Thanks, Wallace. Nice to oh, be here. We're actually in the studio. Oh, listen to you loud and clear. It's, uh, it's a wonderful thing also with us, um, presumably loud and clear, is David Cormack, the managing partner of Draper Cormack Group, former Green Party staffer. David, hello. Hi, Wallace. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, we begin today with an update on the severe weather. Met Service confirming a red heavy rain warning will remain in Buller, Nelson and Weston until late tonight. A yacht has sunk in Auckland's Waitamata Harbour after it broke from its mooring and smashed against the rocky seawall on Tamaki Drive. And the far north district deputy mayor and court says they're setting up a civil defence emergency operation and they're not ruling out evacuations if conditions worsen. So to tell us what can we expect in the coming days, Met Service meteorologist Angus Hines. Kia ora, Angus. Kia ora. Good afternoon, Wallace. I hope you're doing all right. I hope you're dry. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty dry. remarkable rainfall around uh, well, the country, let, devastating in some parts. Yeah, let's start on that because dry just. I've just been out to, uh, to get something uh, in the streets and I'm quite wet. Look, when are we expecting this to clear? Well, that really does depend on on where you are in the country. And unfortunately, just because it's going to clear temporarily doesn't mean it's gone for the long haul. Let's look at some of the worst affected areas, particularly the upper South Island. Uh, Rain cleared there briefly today. It's sort of back in some parts at the moment and forecast to continue to be very, very wet through those northern and northwestern parts of the South Island through the rest of the day today, through the rest of Thursday. We've still got those red heavy rain warnings active and that means we can still see those pretty severe impacts from the weather, the things like the flooding, the slips, the road closures, possible power outages, those are all still on the cards for the rest of the day today. There does look to be some relief tomorrow. That rain really eases off in intensity, but that's a short done thing. Tomorrow night and into Saturday, rain is returning to many of those saturated areas. So it is going to be coming and going a bit over the next few days. All right, lovely Angus Kiora. Thank you for that update. And uh, we'll have more on that later, just after four. And uh, across uh, RNZ uh, at all hours, the uh, coverage of the weather continues. Uh, pretty shocking, isn't it? So do stay uh, safe uh, out there. It's five to, sorry, 10 to 4 on the panel. Now, earlier this month, Amazon agreed to a deal to acquire iRobot, the smart tech company best known for producing the Roomba automated vacuum cleaner. While the exact terms of the deal are yet to be disclosed, this has once again got people talking about 
privacy, namely exactly what data will Amazon be acquiring and do we need to be more protective of our data with these smart home options or are we simply paranoid that perhaps our vacuum cleaners are spying on us or our smart toilet is collecting our anal footprint. Uh, with us is tech commentator Paul Spain. Kia ora, Paul. Kia ora. This deal, what data could Amazon potentially acquire? And should we be concerned? Yeah, look, I mean, we, we should always be, be a bit cautious around, um, you know, any of, our, any of our data, where it's being stored, how it's being stored, what sort of privacy policy surrounds it. And, yeah, if you think of a robot that's sitting inside your home and is maybe able to, you know, create a map of your home, maybe uh, collect some video footage, maybe audio, then it's certainly a consideration that you want to you want to think about. What country do you want that data to sit in? Which companies are you are you uh, confident in to store your data? But it's not necessarily an easy uh, area to navigate. No, Cass. I am just wondering what is the value of the information about the floor print of my house. Um, I'm missing something here. I mean, I do appreciate uh, it's a real concern about having um, our data stored, but I'm not sure about the floor plans. Is there? Should I be concerned? Yeah, look, um, I mean, for me, that's, that's, that's probably not such a big deal because that is information that, to a degree, you might find with the local council anyway. There is a fair degree of information out there that is publicly available. Um, and that's, that's, I guess, part of this challenge is sort of navigating, working out, well, what are we, you know, what are we concerned about? And, you know, many of us will have something like an Amazon Alexa, uh, you know, type of uh, smart assistant in our, in our home. And yes. that could be, you know, listening, listening to everything. So that's where the privacy policy comes in and whether we, whether we feel, uh, Amazon or, or any other company whose technology we're using, uh, is one that, that, uh, that we, you know, are able to put some trust in. Yeah, there's some certain value in them knowing this information, though, isn't it? If they're using the data to market to us what we 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 need, it's sort of some convenience instead of just getting a whole lot of rubbish fired at you. Get stuff that's actually useful. I mean, that's the other side of it. Yeah, but let's bring David in. Uh, David, do you uh, is yours a smart home? Yeah, we actually have got a few smart devices. We've got a Google Home, um, and we have smart lighting, and we have the um, heat pump, etc. Oh. And I, uh, like an idiot, if I make a phone call that's sensitive, I go to the, the other end of the house, even though the device that I'm actually talking on is probably the worst breach of my privacy out Do of you? everything. Yeah, I, I get away from my Google Home, because you only have to say the word Google, and it beady little ears pick up and, and it's a terrible thing. Um, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and look, I disagree with Cass. Amazon can't be trusted. There was a whole lot of Ring video footage that they said they weren't releasing and it turned out they were actually sharing with the police and nothing should ever be shared with the police. Um, and just the Roomba data, I just don't really want... Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't have a Roomba, but I don't want a video thing, data going into the cloud of me wandering around my house. I like to not wear pants a lot of the time. I don't okay. I don't want to r- run that risk. Or just put pants on. Well, no. I sh- no, stop victim-blaming, Wallace. I should be able to wear what I want in the safety of my home uh, without a little vacuum cleaner leaking it all over the internet. lot to uh, unpack there, Paul Spain. Yeah, look, um, I mean, we, you have to look a little bit, step back and look, well, what are our other options? So, you know, probably the, the next most um, popular and 
maybe considered the best product in this space at the moment is the Roborock. Uh, and that's a robotic vacuum cleaner from uh, Xiaomi, and it's a Chinese company. And so for them, they're, they're under quite different regulations than American or New Zealand companies. And if they were asked to hand over certain data to the government, they would, uh, they would you know, have to do so. Whereas the, the regulations to do that in other countries are, uh, are, are maybe a little bit more transparent and we've got a, you know, a, a, an increased uh, chance of privacy. So I think you know, that, that's part of the picture to, uh, to weigh up. Yeah. Um, and what we saw with, uh, with Ring where they did have some issues, and in fact um, I was planning to meet with their CEO in the, in the US around the time some of those issues came up, um, because of that, they uh, they shut down all interviews and, and chats with them. Um, but they they you know they worked to address those concerns. They they definitely made some mistakes there. They stuffed Very some good. things up. Um, but you know I think we would see Amazon would would work pretty hard to uh, to behave reasonably well here. What like what in so Amazon's anyway. history makes us think for a second that they would behave well? <laughs> they are a horrible company that are just a good product. Paul, you can come well, back and re- you, you, we can we can let, let's let's fold that into another discussion on the, the panel show because I want to do sneak in the I've been thinking. Kia Paul, Spain there, tech commentator, and I want to say, um, Cass, aren't you just a little bit jealous of David Cormier? He has a smart home. I have a dumb home. All I all my all I can do at my house is turn on RNZ on my um, transistor radio. I am, but there's an irony in this because hey, David's much more paranoid about what could happen with his yeah. data, and he's got the Google <laughs> home. I'm so also I'm very lazy. <laughs> so if I can sit on the couch and control things from not moving, that trumps privacy. Well, I just want a smart toilet. That's all I want. That's, that's, uh, that's to the first examine of... your stool samples. Well, Good. I think that's a step too far, Wallace. Wouldn't Wouldn't you, if you had the choice? I mean, you'd know no. all about that. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, I've been thinking, Cass Carter, take it away. Sure. So I feel like a bit of a broken record on this one, um, but I've been working on the Mind the Gap campaign for almost a year, and that's trying to get some movement in the pay gaps in this country, which are incredibly unfair. Um, and yesterday, uh, Statistics New Zealand released the latest average pay gap figures, which... Um, have set at around 9.1% for around 10 years without any movement. And guess what? The pay gap hasn't moved at all. So really depressing for our little team. But um, what I found really concerning was that... um, they're only measuring the, the average pay gap. They don't actually look at um, any of the specific pay gaps, say, for example, Māori and Pacifica, where in some cases the pay gap is you know, almost up to a third, less than others. So um, it's a really big issue in this country. We just released a poll yesterday that said that 75% of New Zealanders want... Um, uh, pay gap reporting to be mandatory. Um, so we've got we've got a petition to go to government with over seven thousand signatures already saying it should be mandatory, um, and nothing's being done about it at the moment. So I have talked about this before in this program, and I apologise, but it is an no, absolute no. bugbear of mine that no, nothing absolutely. has happened. No, kia Cass, and uh, we'll we'll sure to follow that up when that petition arrives. David Cormack, I've been thinking. Yeah, so we've got the local body elections coming up. 
and there's a bit of hoo-ha around the Voices for Freedom folk uh, who are surreptitiously running candidates up and down the country. And there's a couple of things here. Firstly, there's a whole lot of fringe groups like the Voices for Freedom or the Taxpayers Union or the National Party that we don't know where they get their funding from, and they run lunatic candidates, and so we need to be more vigilant. But what this does say is how apathetic we've become about local body politics, when really we should actually be most passionate about that, because you've probably got the greatest chance of wielding influence at a local level. And so I think this is a wake-up call and that more people should probably switch on lest we end up with, you know, fluoride being taken out of the pipes and vaccines being banned in certain jurisdictions around the country. And it seems to be, David, there's quite a push eh, around the country of candidates uh, by some anti-vax groups making inroads were at least standing. Yeah, and I guess the concern is, is because it's such a clown show, when you highlight it, you get people that kind of vote for it as a bit of a joke, but then you get enough of those, and because the turnout's so appalling at this level, then you do get some of those people elected into positions where they can do real damage. You want to come on on this, Cass? I actually have to agree, totally. It is, it's not a real joke. No one should take it as a joke. It's not funny. It's a very, very, very serious issue, and it is quite a concern. Mm. Very, very good. We have uh, Cass Carter and David Cormack with me uh, on the programme. Uh, Giuseppe's in Victory Square, Nelson. It's an awesome fish and chips uh, shop. They have a Chinese smorgasbord. They have family packs, the best wontons, and they make their own spring rolls. They have a very tasty burger. Every time I drive past, I longingly look in and I reflect on my gratitude that this is my local chippy. I try and only go once a month but it is not easy, says Sally in Nelson, staying dry so far. Uh, another one here. I have one smart plug which brings joy every time I turn that light on, even two years on. Thank you so much for being with us on the panel. David Cormack and Cass Carter with me. Stay with us. 4 to 5 p.m. right here. Our NZ National.